We keep it alive. We keep it kicking. kicking. And we make sure it's sassy. It's the Emerging Into Greatness podcast. Are you ready to take your business further? Hello and welcome to the Emerging Into Greatness podcast with Sassy Shade. Woo, on this kind of day, it's a UK weather again. It's wet, it's windy, and it's in, we're in spring, supposed to be in spring. You know, we're supposed to have the nice sunshine, but no, it just has to be a UK weather. But notwithstanding, that does not keep UK people. We, that does not stop us from doing anything. We're going to be out there doing what we need to do. And that does not stop our podcast today because no matter what, rain or shine, I have to talk to this lady. You have to hear what my next guest has to talk about, how she scaled through a very difficult challenge, a challenge that has made a lot of people, you know, shy back from life, not just business, but from life itself. And after hearing my my next guest um, story, it really has encouraged me to want to speak to other people, for her to speak to other people and share her story so that you can, you know, receive something from this. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to be introducing Caroline Emil, who will be telling us how she emerged into greatness from cancer. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Caroline. Thanks for coming on to Emerging to Great, uh, Greatness podcast. How are you? Hi, Shade, and thank you very much for that lovely introduction. <laughs> I'm great, thank you. Despite the weather, like I'm sitting here looking out of my window, and like you said, it's pouring, but nothing will stop us. No, 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 no. <laughs> wow. Ah, hearing your story um, is it's very encouraging. Especially when, yes, we women, we women, we go through a lot, you know. Yeah, definitely. We go through a lot. And no matter what, instead of it, you know, getting us shrinking, we kind of rise up, you know. And um, that's what I have gathered from your story. Because even looking at you, when you go on her website, ladies and gentlemen, you see a bright, vibrant woman. But you need to hear her story. You need to hear her. Tell us all about you. Come on, tell us, Caroline. Um, in a nutshell, I'm a happiness and fulfillment coach, inspirational speaker, and soon-to-be published author. But the challenge you're referring to is the um, breast cancer diagnosis that I got two years ago. Yes. My goodness. I was actually in a growth chapter where I had just, my family holiday in New York. I just moved into a new place. I was really going to go for, you know, boosting my um, coaching business. And then out of nowhere, I, you know, routine kind of um, check up at the GP and I had a lump in my breast, but I thought nothing of it. They said, you know, 90% of cases, it's nothing. You know, go to a specialist. Mm. And then, you know, it was just one of those days where you're beginning thinking, yeah, I'm just going to go home and carry on with my life. And then you go home with hello you might have breast cancer but we'll know in one week <laughs> oh no and it was like wow okay <laughs> a million and one questions were going through my mind that that point you know like you always think the worst you expect the worst yeah. you think is this you know is this a joke am I just gonna wake up is it a bad dream <laughs> yeah. but you realize no this is actually reality and it's 
really happening. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can imagine that because the only reason I say that is because a few years ago, I, I have a routine checkup too. You know, yeah. um, I just, I found out that my inside my eye was hemorrhaging. Oh, wow. And I didn't know. I mean, I had no clue. It was one of those times when a particular optical company, I wouldn't say their name, um, yeah. um, a leaflet into the house. So I thought, hey, it's free anyway. Let me just go. It's just down the road. Have a checkup. And I get yeah. there and they're like, sorry, we're going to have to have you go to King's. And I'm like, <gasps> what? And wow. I take this envelope and go to King's. And I got to King's. King's was like, well, um, sorry, we can't see you. You don't have an appointment. And the day shift is over, blah, blah, blah. They gave me the spiel. So I'm like, you know what? I've been given this envelope. And they said, give it to you when I get here. I don't know what's in mm -hmm. it. As soon as she read it, she said, sit down. The doctor will see you. <laughs> I mean, and then, of course, he told me I was hemorrhaging. I'm like, what? So I can imagine what you, breast cancer, is like. Wow. Your, your whole life. Yeah, so I think it was, you know, just the fact that it's cancer, but also in the breast. I think as a woman, that really mm. hits you. Yeah. I think even just differently than, you know, any other kind of cancer, probably. It's, yes. you know, yeah, a double whammy, I think. Yes, <laughs> yes. I can imagine it. So what did you, what did you now do? Like, what? went through all the emotions mm. and, you know, fear, the anxiety, the, you know, playing out all the doomsday scenarios. Oh, <laughs> me. But then I realized, you know, my philosophy has always been everything happens for a reason and to trust God. And, you know, I started to tap into my own inner beliefs. Okay. Okay. And all my, you know, learnings and experience in my life so far mm. and I remember that two months before mm. this I had written you know sort of like in my journal that I want to be used by God to oh, fulfill wow, really? okay. yeah to fulfill my mission on earth which That's I had fun. identified as inspiring and empowering others to live happily no matter what happens <laughs> and I thought hey <laughs> you've kind of asked for this <laughs> You know, it's not, I don't think it's a coincidence that, you know, <laughs> two months after writing this, you've got this, you know, humongous thing being handed to you. So step into it and, you know, see what God actually wants you to do with this. Because oh, we always wow. have a choice. You know, we can, I think, resist whatever happens to us. Mm -hmm. or we can embrace it and try and use use it for either our good or the good for those around us yes and that's I think what I just chose to do is just wow. to embrace it and yeah what <laughs> a great decision <laughs> what a way to look at things uh yeah <laughs> thank yeah. you yeah really because I mean I mean I mean things like that would break you but I believe well obviously it has to be God that gave you that bit of strength enough to say, okay, let's take a step back. Let's have a look. What am Absolutely. I supposed to do? Um, I think, yeah, it was in one of those moments where, mm. you know, suddenly, of course I was still afraid, mm. but it was more like, okay, so let's do this together. <laughs> you know, like what, what do you need me to do? What is it that you're asking me to do here? Mm. 
Wow. Do you, would you say that he, God, might have been trying to get your attention years earlier, years before, sorry, where you just like shrugged it off and just kept going with your, with your nine to five, with the work and not really listening and thinking, okay, maybe this time around is the time for you to listen. Do you think that might have been a cause? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I'd qualified as a life coach about two years earlier before okay. the diagnosis. Uh-huh. But I, I was sort of, you know, shying away from being completely visible and owning it. You know, I would make a, you know, a post here and there on social media, but nothing really too visible. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was sort of, you know, maybe waiting for the world to come to me and discover me as a, you know, happiness and fulfillment coach, but not really me going out to the world and saying, hey, I'm owning this. Yeah. And then when I, you know, I got the diagnosis, I thought, well, I've got nothing to lose, right? It's now or never because I yeah. have no idea, you know, if I'm going to make it through this or not. So I'd better make sure that I've done my utmost, utmost best here. Yeah. So in, in terms of legacy, I thought, what, what is my legacy going to be? You know, like, mm-hmm. I haven't really left, like, a major thing behind. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, it was n- now or never, basically. Amazing. Amazing. So you, what happened with the cancer actually made you to emerge, emerge to where you are now, which so, is a great place. The first part of my treatment was chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. And I think most people know, you know, the side effects are, you know, probably worse than the cancer. So I lost pretty much about 90% of my hair. Um, You know, you lose Mm. control of your body, you're fatigued, you get muscle, you know, all kinds of things. Oh my. But I think through that experience, I realized that, you know what, we don't always control things. We don't always control the outcome. And it kind of taught me to just take a back seat. And I've, I've always been the sort of person who, you know, tries to be in control, like certainty. Mm. <laughs> and, and that was going against practically everything that I liked. <laughs> oh. So it just taught me that, you know, you've got to be uncomfortable to make progress. So I was doing chemotherapy, you know to beat the cancer mm-hmm. and sometimes or probably more than sometimes probably often you really have to be uncomfortable and not standing on solid ground to be moving forward amen to that girl you are hitting the hammer <laughs> Woo! keep talking yeah so that was one of the biggest lessons and through that I thought well if I can get through chemo mm. surely I can get through anything <laughs> like yeah. that to me was the biggest I think mountain I've ever had to climb um and from there like whenever I face anything I just think I've done chemo surely I can do this <laughs> yes yes and the strength is always provided to us by God anyway. It's just yes. for us to tap into that. It's just a matter, yeah. It's just a matter of saying, okay, let's do this. <laughs> mm, amazing, yeah. Wow, you, you whatever, what you've just told me is profound. <laughs> yeah, it is. And definitely a, a lot of people need to hear this. We need, because when, when trials come, you know, trials are there to wake us up and have us, you know, look again 
at the maybe go back to the you know drawing board or look forward or look inward or you know to find out okay what exactly is the issue what do i yeah. do and that's what you did so from from that is what did you now so obviously that propelled you to look further or deeper into your coaching um, business and coaching other other women to um to empower other women, I believe. Am I right? Uh, yes. I mean, that propelled me to, first of all, get myself a coach mm. <laughs> um, so that I could grow my business and, you know, reach more people. I, I didn't have a website at that point. So right. you mentioned my website earlier. So yeah. my coach actually, you know, challenged me to make a website. And I thought, wow, that's really going to be declaring myself as a coach to the world, right? <laughs> but that's what I needed to do. Yeah. So that was one of the first things I did, get a coach and actually start building the infrastructure for my business mm-hmm. um, and actually to call it a business because until that point, I just used to shy away from the word business. Mm. <laughs> it was, yes, I'm a coach, but no, no, I'm not in business, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it was a lot of my own mindset that I had to sort out first. Mm. And then I started really investing in um, actually attending other people's like live events. Uh, mm. So for example, you know, Tony Robbins. Um, okay. I think everybody knows Tony Robbins. Yeah. But for me, I'd, I'd always have this philosophy of let's save. And then when I've got enough money, I'll do this or I'll do that or I'll spend on the business or on myself. Mm-hmm. And while I was, you know, sitting at home, you know, recovering from chemotherapy, I thought, why am I holding on to all this money? <laughs> mm. I might not be around in a year to attend Tony Robbins. Why is everything out there in the future? What if we just brought things into our present? Because oh, that's yeah. the only day we're guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So I actually started to invest in things that normally I would procrastinate on and okay. you know put into the future. And I'm like, no, there is no future. Do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, which again was against my previous mindset and mm-hmm. it made me really uncomfortable to always be you know, investing, investing, investing. Mm-hmm. But you really do have to, I think, invest in yourself because you if you don't invest in yourself and you know, your business or whatever it is you do. Mm-hmm. Who else will? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Invest in yourself, invest in your purpose and your gifting, you know, honing yep. your gift. And yeah, definitely. Wow. <laughs> I am so I am, I appreciate you coming on to the show. I tell you, your story. Thank you. Yes, yes, definitely. I'm honored to be on here. I, I loved getting your invitation. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Because, I mean, Listening, because when I met you the other day at, um, was it Women in Business? And, you know, I, I went back and I went to your website. I was doing a, a bit of research, you know, snooping, kind of snooping on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, is that the lady I met? Oh my goodness. And then I kind of, kind of try to picture you that day. And I'm like, wow, you mean she went through all that? You know, so I was like, no, I definitely have to interview you. This well. <laughs> yes, this is a lady who has emerged, who is emerging into her greatness, and she's bringing other people in because I know there are loads of women out there. I mean, breast cancer would not always be the only issue, there will be okay. other issues going on in your life 
you know, and then breast cancer comes. It's like, come on, man, a double whammy. How do I start? Where do I go? What do I do? But there was, because of God, you said you had to reach out. Tell you, God is always there. We just never reach out to him. But when it comes to the cross of it, you're like, okay, Lord, what's up? Yep. And I think one of the things I learned is, you know, don't really ask why something is happening to you. Mm -hmm. Change the question and ask, what can you learn from this? So, I mean, obviously, you know, maybe for a day or two, I did think, oh, why is this happening to me? Mm. Why does it have to be me? You know, but I soon got out of it and thought, yeah, what is it that I'm being asked to do here? What kind of a person am I being Mm. asked to be here? Wow. Wow, you got rid of the pity party and less than it's like, yo, pity party, you need to go now. Okay, party's over. Bye. Well, I mean, pity, pity parties don't really get you anywhere in the end. They, you know. <laughs> no. no, they don't. They don't. They make matters worse, actually. Exactly. So yes, have them express your emotions. I am totally for expressing your emotions, but just mm-hmm. you know, making a short party. <laughs> yeah, making a short party. And the thing with, with it is that I believe, I strongly believe your state, your mindset that you incurred in running to the Lord and your mindset is what actually got you through this. Not just the medications, not just the, the, the chemo and everything. That is all good. But it really starts from your mindset. Um, for sure. Like, um, thank you for bringing that up. Um, mm. Because one of the first things I did um, after I got the diagnosis is I made myself an affirmation. I am beating cancer. Woo! Yes. <laughs> and in my mind, I said, you know, God, I accept your will. So even if I don't make it through, like even if I die, but I would have wanted to beat cancer through my attitude. Um because, you know, you can beat anything with your attitude, even if, you know, you don't live through it to tell yeah. the story later. Yeah, yeah. Just think, how do you want to, you know, live and be remembered? Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Mindset is key because I also believe that, you know, whatever shows itself in our body originates in our mind and in our emotions because basically <laughs> all the chemical reactions that happen inside yeah. of us are controlled by our brain, right? Yes. <laughs> so if I'm just sitting here being negative and releasing, you know, more kind of chemicals that boost negativity and make uh-huh. my body more tired, uh-huh. I do think the outcome of the medications would have probably been different than yes. all the probably serotonin and all kinds of other positive, happy chemicals I was releasing. <laughs> yes. Actually, you know, Paul, Paul, who wrote, you know, in the Bible, he wrote yeah. most of his letters in, in adversity, in prisons. And there's one thing he wrote that just came to my mind right now. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And yeah. that's what happened with you. Oh, my. Well, thank you for that reference. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> no, really. Because I'm just thinking about it. Um, I mean, I've, I've interviewed quite a number of people. And a lot of times it's when we, when we have spoken, the mind is what has been the driving force in them changing or doing or taking a step or, you know, coming out of their comfort zone. And yeah. in your case, yours was the mind dealing with a medical issue. Mm-hmm. 
a medical issue that is huge in this country, huge all over the world. Because cancer does not know nobody, honey. It would, whether you're Uganda, Nigerian, British, American, Japanese, yeah. Chinese. It's Unfortunately, I think, yeah, I think it affects one in two people now. Yes. So, but the mind, the mind, the mind is a powerful, powerful, powerful tool that the Lord has given us that we hardly use properly. Yes, I think, I think we get about 60,000 thoughts a day mm. and the majority of these tend to be negative. You know, they tend to be, oh, I can't do this or, oh, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not, you know, I, you know, too old, too young, whatever. We have, you know, a million and one thoughts in our mind why, you know, we can't do anything. Yeah. That's why it's important to just learn mindset techniques and to learn how to, you know, shut up these thoughts as soon as they come up and switch them with more empowering thoughts. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, the renewing of the mind is the principle. It's exactly. Principle it, it's basically to, yeah, it's basically to replace, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I say things like we're the DJ in our life. You know, we can pick the mental records that we play or the music that we're playing in our head. Yeah. And, you know, we've got to update our playlist. You know, you'd never be listening. <laughs> love <laughs> you'd it. You'd never be listening, to, you know, to the same tune that you loved in high school for the rest of your life. You know, that new songs come up and you start playing new things. So why do we not update, you know, our minds? Oh, my word. I wish this was video because you would just see my teeth glistening. Like, I'm like, <laughs> it's a cheek here. Like, wow. <laughs> What is this lady pouring out? It's amazing. Oh my goodness. I, uh, 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 I tell you, okay, listening to you, I know every coach needs to be trained and everything, but from what you're saying, this mm -hmm. is life training. The professional training that you got from the coach training that you went for is yeah. just there to kind of like, kind of help you out, help you up a bit. But the reality, the real training is through life situation. Yeah. Especially. That is, that is for everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, in the coach training, they showed us, you know, the principles on how to coach other people. Mm -hmm. But your best coach is yourself, really. <laughs> um, it's 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 you doing the work. So I mean, somebody can be there and coach you and try and show you the way to you know move forward. Mm -hmm. But you're the one who takes the action, and the action will begin in your mind. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, get to this lady. Her name is Caroline Emile. You need to speak to her. I tell ya. <laughs> nah, -uh, nah, uh I've heard and I've heard and I've listened to you and I'm just amazed, uh, amazed at your, your transformation, amazed at, you know, how the principles, how you tapped into the Lord to help you out. I mean, God has almost gotten to the point where um, if you allow peer pressure, you almost don't want to mention him. However, he's the one that can get you out of it, you know, but here you are saying, listen, it got to that point. I'm, I had to go back to my manufacturer, God. Definitely. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> You know, he is a manufacturer. He created is, Yes, I mean, I believe we're always co-creating. So we can't just sit around and assume we control everything because I think we all know we don't. There is always a higher power. Even if you don't believe in God, there is still 
something else beyond you. Yes. So yeah. it's always a co-creation. It's, you know, partnership. This is my We got to do our part and we, we got to do our part to do the rest. Yes. Yes. We got to do our part. We can't just sit and pray. He's given us a brain. He's given us a mind. He's given us, okay, fine. Maybe we run into a bit of problems sometimes. We don't know what to do with whatever he has given us. We go back to him and he's always there. And the way I look at things is like, listen, if I've got an iPhone, Certainly, if something's wrong with it, I'm not going to be running to Nokia. And if I do run to Nokia, <laughs> Nokia's going to look at me like, yeah. what's the problem, woman? Go back to Apple. You know, I did not create you. The one who yeah. created you, which is Apple, knows what's wrong with your phone. Yep. So, yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. So it shocks me when people don't want to tap into God, when people can have other people arrested because they say they're going to pray to them for God. Hello, he's your manufacturer. He created you, whether you like it or not, because if you drop from the sky, who are you going to call in the sky that you drop from? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, like, you know, so, but listening to you has been very refreshing. It really oh, thank has. you, Sadie. Yes, it has been. And I'm glad. I'm so happy. I really appreciate you coming on to, onto the show. And I know there's no way any woman or man, okay, listening to this cannot take from it, especially if they're going through issues. If you are going through issues, it doesn't have to be medical. It could be mental. You know, there's, it's always good to speak to someone, even if, especially when the issues have become so overwhelming where there's no space in your head to think anymore. It's good to talk. Mm -hmm. And I would say, Caroline, Camille, you are one person I would recommend. Definitely. Thank you. Thanks yeah. a lot. So please, because we're coming to the end of the show. <laughs> I know. Give us some information how people can get in touch with you, please. Um, so you can reach me on Facebook and LinkedIn at Caroline Emil, that's E-M-I-L-E, -E, or the website www.butterflyme.co.uk. Butterfly me, I love that. I read I, yesterday when I was, um, you know, doing more um, read up on you. I, I said, okay, let me find the meaning of butterfly and um, butterfly. Of course, I do know what it is, but of course, I just wanted to have a look again. And it's a yeah. metamorphosis of of a particular uh, insect, species, you know. And our life is full of metamorphosis, anyway. Exactly. Yep. So that's that's exactly why I called it butterfly me. So it's about us unleashing the best version. Yeah version of ourselves so the yes. transformation from yes. our current selves to the higher version of ourselves <laughs> and to that ah and that's the only way you can emerge into your greatness through that metamorphosis especially if it's embraced the way you have embraced it caroline i'm just gonna say thank you so much for coming on thank for you very much for having me on i really enjoyed that these nuggets of life that you have given unto us and how you scaled through it, how you emerged through it, through the mindset, through tapping into the higher power, which is God, your manufacturer, you know, the one who created you, who made you. And, you know, you tapped into the strength instead of the, you know, prolonging the pity party. You were like, okay, this party's on for an hour. Bye. It's over <laughs> now. Bye. You know, and you rose up. So once again, I just say thank you. Thank you for coming on. So ladies and gentlemen, 
Unfortunately, we have come to the end of the Emerging Into Greatness podcast with Sassy Shade Hope. We haven't been too sassy for you, but we've inspired you through this story. And um, stay tuned again for another session where we meet another leader who has emerged into their greatness and would help us to inspire and encourage each and every one of us. Take care and God bless. We keep it alive. We keep it kicking. Kicking. And we make sure it's sassy. It's the Emerging Into Greatness podcast. Are you ready to take your business further? Welcome to the Emerging to Greatness podcast with your host, Sassy Shade. <laughs> Talking all things business, business, business. Talking to CEOs, directors, and leaders in business. Keeping it alive, keeping it kicking, and definitely sassy. The Emerging into Greatness podcast with Sassy Shade. Sassy Shade. There is absolutely no contest.